The Cost Camps Coaches Show, episode 15. Coaches, welcome to the Cost Camps Coaches Show. Today's guest, we got head football coach, Palmyra High School, Chris Pavone. Coach Pavone, upon graduating from Shippensburg University, he spent three years at Waynesboro High School as an assistant coach there. And in the last five seasons, he's been at Palmyra High School as an assistant. And he was just hired as the head football coach at Palmyra High School um, just just in January. So so he's a he's a brand new head football coach, but he's he's got a background in special teams, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And I, I think this is going to be a good show for for a lot of coaches out there. Because I know there's a lot of head coaches that that are they're they're a coordinator on one side of the ball or the other, but but bringing it from a special teams per- perspective, I think will shed some light on some uh, some good stuff here. Coach Pavone, welcome to the show. Hey, Coach, thanks for having me. I uh, I appreciate you having me. I'm a I'm a big listener of the show. It's a, a good way for me to kind of uh, debrief from a day and listen to what all these other great coaches have to say on a variety of subjects. So I'm, good to hear I'm honored that. to be here. Yeah, we're glad to glad you had some time and and yeah. uh, just a starting point here. What when um I guess we. What we're going to kind of break this down, the way we're going to do this is just just uh, taking it from like the, the first part of installation when that happens and just kind of going through all the way through a game week. So kind of like the off season and summer camp, whatever, and then, and then going through a game week. Could you start us off there? Yeah. So um, the way we do it or the way we've done it for the last couple of years is like right when heat acclimation starts okay. um, that first day, um, we really spend the mornings doing our whole installation package of, of all of our special teams units. So that, that first week where you can only go two practices, one practice, two practice, one practice, um, like that Monday, Wednesday, Friday of the first week, we've really been utilizing that time for special, special teams installation. So we usually spend the morning doing like a, like lift conditioning. And then a part of that is, um, we go out on our uh, our practice field and and get into special teams. So we'll we'll break it down by um, like usually we start with kickoff. And the way we do with every single unit of special teams is we install it as a drill um, or the drills that accompany that specific uh, special teams unit. Um, and then from there we teach the scheme. So like the that Monday morning, of heat acclimation we'll talk about the drills of of kickoff of we do stations or circuits with that we run through it or walk through it initially work through it together um, and then we get into scheme so that first week it's like kickoff your kick return your punts and then everything that kind of falls into that um, really just the the basics of those special teams units Um, and then in the afternoons of that first week um, is when we kind of utilize just a few minutes in practice um, as as we install each um, each special team as we go through that first week we kind of sprinkle it in through practice so like if we have a five minute period we trot out a a first and a second group of kickoff guys or uh, the same thing goes for kickoff return just as almost like a like a breakup segment between offense and defense or individual and seven on seven. Um, And so that's what we do for the first week. Um, Once we get into like preseason camp, 
where we can go more of like that consistent two a days. Um, for those four days of that Monday through Thursday, because usually we scrimmage on a Saturday morning. Um, so our Friday is kind of our like walk through, polish the apple type of practice to get ready for the scrimmage. Um, we utilize those four mornings uh, to continue installing the special teams. So like for, uh, with being a teacher, um, I've always been with our installation process. It's a lot of like walk through, talk about it, and then pick up the speed and then kind of use different segments to kind of review it. Um, and then once we get into like a game week, like we're say we work through that first game, we usually uh, will kind of just analyze what what happened on Friday with different special teams units. We kind of um, identify which specific units need work, uh, which ones we feel pretty comfortable with. Um, and then traditionally we our, our practice weeks, we would have Tuesdays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays were our work days. And with those work days, with how uh, Coach Pope's schedule worked with him coming over from Milton Hershey, we'd use that first 20 minutes of practice of, of, of doing special teams. So I always felt like I was was getting a, a great deal there because I've been like I, I've talked to a number of other guys who have not really put they don't get that much time for special teams or don't get really much special teams right. until maybe Thursday of a game week. Um, so we would utilize that time on those Tuesdays and Wednesdays, your work days to we'd go through the drill that we installed back in, in camp or heat acclimation, go through the drill to get down to the basics and then rep it uh, live for a couple of times, whether that would be punt or kick return or kickoff or even extra point and field goal. Um, and like that would kind of be our traditional sense. Um, and we would just kind of change that week from week or, or week to week. And if our, like this past year, I feel like our, our kickoff needed work. So we were doing a lot of station work um, and breaking down specific parts to each, each of those stations um, to kind of really isolate the specific uh, points that we wanted to get across of like how guys should be running down the field, like what their aiming points are. Um, the uh, understanding, the idea of avoiding opposite to get to the ball carrier. Um, like you keep harping on these things, but um, with, with having to cover obviously offense and defense and then the intricacies of all your different special teams units, it's kind of tough to, to dig into those details. So we would really like on a, like if we would have our work week, like Tuesday, I'd, I'd be like, okay, that's going to be our, our kickoff day. Right. So we'd almost do, 10 minutes of drills and then 10 minutes of, of reps uh, to kind of um, to dig into that deeper. And then if we would improve there, we'd move to something else the next week. If we had a good special teams week, uh, we'd still find something that we needed to work on and utilize those that 40 minutes total um, over the course of the week. But once we got through that uh, Thursday, then when you get to your traditional walkthrough, prepping for the game um, special teams would always start our practice so we would just um, obviously I think a, a lot of schools probably do this is just almost like a huddle check yep. um, that we we will stretch and then I put them on the sideline and I call them out one by one we start out with the kickoff unit we make sure everyone's there like I talk for maybe 30 seconds about the key points of of what we're looking at um, for kickoff specifically that next night on Friday night 
Um, and then they give me, if I tell them if they give me one good rep, we move on. And then we shift to, we'll probably do like onside kick, work through kick return, and you work through all those different units. Um, and not as really no drill work at all. It's more so like those walk through reps um, to make sure we have everyone uh, because whether guys were out during the week, whether they were sick or missing or injured, making sure we have everyone ready to go for a Friday night. Um, and then that, that was, that's kind of our entire plan that we've used um, previously. But um, with that 20 minutes during the, the 20 minutes on those work days, what, like what I'm kind of envisioning moving forward, like now being uh, mentioned to you that when a when a special teams guy gets the, yeah. the, the keys to the car you could kind of make some changes so the uh um we'll probably sprinkle it more in with offense and defense that it won't necessarily be like full 20 minute periods yeah. unless we would need that um because i think that could be even more efficient um, i've been around different programs that almost that they they blend them in with the rest of practice and that's a good way to get through more um, and gives you some time to kind of identify like any focus points as well um, but yeah that's that's kind of where we stand when you sprinkle it in with practice too I mean it gets <clears throat> 20 minutes is a, it's just a long time to yeah. kind of focus on just special teams so it kind of holds people's attention if you're only doing it five ten or if, even if it's like 12 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's a and, and plus it's more that's more game like where you know you're you're doing something in practice that has nothing to do with special teams and all of a sudden you out or a punt team head out on the field and now guys yeah. kind of got to they got to hold themselves accountable and and, uh, and and as coaches you can hold people accountable who's going out there you know and, right. and that's that's how that's how it is on Friday nights yeah so like they, when you're on a, on a Friday night when the when the bullets are flying and you need the kickoff team or the punt team on the field like how many times has it been you count guys out there and there's only 10 yep. because it's yep. not like when you're in practice, like you mentioned, it's, you get those 20 minute segments and you know, you're focusing on kickoff yep. and hopefully, you know, you're on the kickoff team. So it gives you, yeah, I absolutely agree. It gives you more of the game like feel. And that's kind of like what we're, we're going to kind of strive for. I would think um, now that we can kind of change up what we're doing. Let's go back to your your initial installation in the summer sure. in a, a heat acclimation. Are all the players involved, like even linemen and, and players that you know just aren't going to be involved really in special teams? Are they still kind of giving it a try, giving it the old college try? I, um, yeah, I get them. I get them involved. So even on with with those kickoff circuits where yeah. the linemen will always give me a hard time, but I always tell them that you never know when I'm going to put 11 linemen out on kickoff. <laughs> when we're going to need that. But um, he, like we, uh, like just getting them to go through those motions and understand the whole, that, like the understanding, understanding offense, defense, and special teams benefits any football yep, player. So right. just getting them there. And I think it almost serves as conditioning too. Yep. Um, like where we work, um, like in just like for kick return, like those, those linemen are going to be mostly your frontline guys. So right. they're going to work on their drops, work on their angles, um, work on their, their blocks, um, kickoff. Like, obviously they're, they're not going to most, you wouldn't want like a, a 250 pound lineman running down on kickoff, but it's, it's always a benefit to get him a little more conditioned. So 
even if it's not necessarily realistic that they're going to be on the field for that specific segment, like we still get them involved in any way we can. Um, what about if there's, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. How do you organize your coaches? Like, is every coach involved with doing one of those stations before you get into like a, the, the full unit practicing it? Do you have everyone involved? And then how do you coach those coaches up on what drills they're to be doing? Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, we've had a great staff and, um, of, and I've always utilized every single one of Good. them that I almost pair them up, um, okay. that if we have enough, I'll put almost two coaches to a station. Um, and then in my previous coordinator role, I'd kind of just go station to station to make sure that guys were getting through it and we were understanding what we're, what we were doing. So I would almost like before the week would begin and even before practice, um, just kind of walk through with those coaches um, and explain like what we were looking for specifically, like specific coaching points. Um, and then I trusted them that they were going to get the job done, which they did. And um, we did those drills enough through the, through heat acclimation. And then we've done them before from year to year that coaches kind of know where they, they fit in um, to those specific drills and like the, the, um, the things that they need to really focus on. So whether it's kick return, kickoff, um, punt, punt return, your extra points, like I always assign coaches to specific groups or specific stations. Like when you get to like some, some special teams units, they're almost, they're, they're a little difficult to do like circuit drills right. with. Yep. So yep. that's where I almost assign positions. Mm -hmm. So like on, on punt, I, have our linemen or our front line guys working specifically with two coaches. We'll have our gunners working with coaches, punters working with coaches. Um, and even during that time, we can work returners as well. So we're accounting for every guy and every coach as well. Um, sometimes to, getting to those, get them involved. I, I know sometimes with spe special teams, there are certain coaches that just, they don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. And, and they can almost become – a distraction where they're going to start talking to the players or they're going to start talking to other coaches in the background. So I, yeah, that's important to get those guys involved with a specific duty and a specific drill. So it doesn't become dull to them. And then, and then they become a distraction. Right. Exactly. Like it, it you, and um, I know a number of programs almost assign coaches to specific units right. too, that they take responsibility and take ownership of that group. Yep. Yep. And, that's always a good thing too, that like if, if you're having um, your coaches uh, look at specific groups on the field, like returners or gunners or punters, like that's who they can focus on in those yeah. special teams units. And while like as the coordinator can kind of just make sure that we're in the right spots, we have everyone, we're, we're following what we want to do in that specific situation. How do you go about determining personnel wise or out of your players out of your roster who the best kicker on your team is who the best punter on your team is who the best return men like the people that are actually going to be doing things involving the football handling the actual football how do you determine who that those guys are going to be yeah so we that kind of goes hand in hand with our once we get into heat acclimation and into um the like preseason practice with um, when we go two a days when when we officially open, we kind of identify. I have the coaches who are 
like working with these specific groups kind of giving me names of guys that we think could fit into to certain roles. Um, obviously, coming into the season, you've you've been around your guys enough. Uh, you've been to team camp with them that you have a good idea of where some guys could fit in yep. from a special teams perspective. But when you don't really truly understand where they're going to fit in until you actually see them doing it. Um, so I have um, like specific coaches who are working with returners and usually um, we walk away from that practice and um, like coach Mike Cottle has been kind of our guy with working with returners and he has always been great of, okay, I think these two guys are, are, are your best here. These two guys are your best here. And then we go from there. Um, and I have a number of coaches in other areas too, that just help us identify that personnel. So as we get through that first week, we can kind of get a, almost like a first and a second group. Um, and okay. then by the end of camp, we have like we walk into that first game uh, week one. And when we give them the game plan, all of the special teams kind of depth charts are provided to them so they can kind of see where they're at. So you um, do give that to like that's part of the the, the scouting report. So to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do. Uh, our scouting report always had there was an offensive section with the game plan. Uh, defense and then we also did a special team section okay and there i did almost like a i would do a write-up of here's what they do um here's the alignment on their kickoffs here's what they do on kick return here's how far the punter stands when he's kicking is he right-footed is he left-footed but included in that is the like i just do like a screenshot of uh, excel spreadsheet where everyone's listed both the first group and the second group And I, that kind of holds them accountable that like, if I call a guy, if I call a group out, I'll change it from one week to the next. If I call a group out and that guy isn't out there, that kind of shows to myself and also his teammates that he isn't reading the game plan. So it kind of keeps their, keeps their head on a swivel almost in a sense of, of staying involved and understanding the importance of, of special teams. Um, that yeah we that'll change from week to week like we'll evaluate what we have personnel wise i'll make that adjustment we'll put it on that uh, in that game plan form um, that they can that they can see and honestly like that's some of the younger guys like when like obviously um you want specialty like a lot of guys have different perspectives on who needs to be playing special teams i was going to ask you you about this yeah like uh are you going to put your studs out there, the guys that are playing every down on both offense and defense? And I've been a big believer of like your your best eleven got to be on the field, but you also have to find a way to get those guys some rest. Yeah. So you almost have to identify some younger guys that are going to be able to get the job done. So I always found that when we would hand out those game plans to those kids, they would a lot of the younger guys would flip directly to special teams because they knew that was their chance or their opportunity uh, to get on the field. And we always told them that like Friday nights, like if you're, if you're showing out in different ways, like you, you could work your way into the rotation on offense and defense or guys, even on Mondays with JV, like that's, that's kind of the Avenue. So just kind of um, because you have that blend or that mix of guys that are, a little more experienced and some that are a little less experienced. Um, you, you kind of get that sense of ownership from both of them. 
yeah, you're always going to get the player on your team that's a good player, and he's playing a lot, and he's just not real into the whole special teams thing, and yep. you're not going to get max effort out of him. And I, you know, it's sometimes it's, you you try, you try, you try. It's like pulling teeth, and and really, you're you're going to have a better, you're going to have more success with somebody that's just hungry to see playing time that might not be as good a football player. Right now, your your leaders on your team, yeah, they're going to be they're going to be good players, and they're going to be into in, into special teams because they just want to win. But you're yeah. going to have those other guys that are, you know that they aren't going to give max effort, but should they should be doing it. But yeah, working with those younger guys, and that's also a way for them to finally see varsity playing time, like you're talking about. Yeah, because uh, I, I always tell the the tell the kids that are like work working towards that varsity playing time yeah. as a goal, like think of how many times your special teams units are on the field. Like if you're, if you're scoring a lot of points, your kickoff teams out there, if you're on a punt return unit or a kick return unit, you're, you're going to get your time. And that's like the easiest Avenue to get out on the field and show us what you're going to do. And like there there's, there's 22 positions on offense and defense. And then how many different varieties of special right. teams units that you need 11 additional guys and you're not going to play all of the same 22 guys. Just to, it depends on the size of your school. Like yeah. at, at Palmyra being a 5A, we we play a lot of the same guys, but we also have different guys in in various special teams units. I um at Lebanon Valley, Jim Monis, when he was the head coach, he he always made it a point to tell the varsity players that the the special team, the the, the field position changing plays on special teams are more important than the first play of a series. So right. he would want those guys, he would want the you know your your leaders to be out there. If they needed a rest, the the special team wasn't the time to take the rest. It was when they had that first snap of the next series. Then then they came off the field, they would let a coach know that they they were going to take a rest and and we put a back throw a backup in their position for that first snap and then they went back on the field and say were rested. And yeah. Big on that. That, we were, that that was pretty good for us. Yeah, and they're such momentum plays. Yep. Like you can't. Yep. They they we we almost have to get out of the mentality of oh it's just a, a rep off or anything like that. Like like you mentioned, like what Coach Monis did at LBC. It's just like if we like it's such a a phase of momentum. Like in the last two years, we had I think if I'm counting correct, eleven kick return touchdowns, and in 2020 we won in the broken down season where we played, I think eight total games and we won, we went three and five, three of those games were decided by one, like a one score. And one of those scores came from special teams. Like, it's just like those momentum plays can change everything. And like the, like the kids buying into the importance of this phase of the game uh, can really help your program. You need coach buy in too. That's the other, you know, you need the whole staff to buy into it. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's yeah, it's not just like sometimes when guys get told they're the special teams coordinator, they're like, uh, I guess <laughs> I guess this is all right. But like you but like I I when I got this position, I think it was after my first season in Palmyra, um, like I I was a, almost a little skeptical at first because right. you, you have that the, the special teams mentality, but you almost get formed into the niche of special teams. And I always find special teams guys a little quirky, which they're, they're my kind of guys. Yeah. So they, you almost have to be with, with how much you're handling and all you have to account for. 
One of the cool things yeah. about special teams is you're dealing with every player. You deal with all. Yeah. You know, you, if you're yeah. if you're not a, a, a you know if you're a running backs coach or receivers coach or whatever DBs coach, you're gonna have to deal with those linemen on the extra point extra point block stuff. Or maybe right. you know, or maybe there's a lineman on your punt team or on your kick kickoff return team, whatever. But you're dealing with everybody. Um, yeah. Something that I'm sure varies from from program to program, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. What What do you do? How do you coordinate your scout team? Do you just kind of say yeah, I need a scout team and just try to get eleven guys out there, or there's do you try to like uh, script that at all, or try to get specific guys at different places? How do you do that? Um, so scout team wise, it's really, it, it depends on what we're doing for like for kickoff or if we're do if we're repping kickoff return, I would ultimately want 11 guys who would be guys that would be on a normal kickoff team. Okay. So I don't want 11, 11 linemen running down with shields. Um, but we will, uh, we'll kind of scout it that way in the sense that we want to get guys on the field that are going to be almost replicating what we would see on Friday night um, in those positions. And then how do you, um, how do you get them to go where they need to go? In other words, you, like, do you have a sheet of paper out on the field or do, are they responsible to look it up on the scouting report? Yeah. The, that, that kind of gives you the whole team ownership that we don't really bring anything out on the okay. field in terms of paper. Um, but every kid gets a scouting report to know exactly what, um, the other team is doing with that specific special teams unit. So whether they're reading it or not, um, yeah. we usually kind of bring them together before we send them down the field. So okay. if we're working kick return, I'll bring that kickoff unit together and kind of give them an idea of what I'm looking for. And um, if they're not giving us that, then we correct it and we, we keep doing it again. Um, but yeah, we don't bring, we haven't bring uh, been bringing cards out to show them what to do. Um, it's more of the check the scouting report, see what you need to be doing um, and, or just instructing them on the fly on the, in, in practice. When it comes to game day mm-hmm. and you're the special teams coordinator. Okay. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure like when you were the assistant that, you know, the head coach, he was tuned into special teams. I hope, I hope at least. Yeah. And maybe that's not the case everywhere. But did you try to get other coaches kind of tuned into special teams plays? Because I know that I mean, I know if it's if it's a third down and the offense doesn't get the first down, all the offense now are going to start chattering about what went wrong in that third down as that punt is being kicked. So yeah. it's kind of like um, it's really hard to get coaches to kind of focus in on that special teams play and then talk about what happened, you know, as the next series gets started. So do you have any strategies on, on like, how do you coordinate your coaches for game day? Yeah. So on game day, I usually give, I have my sheet of our depth charts. Personnel. Yeah. For our personnel. Um, so I have a guy in the box who has that. Um, and then I have another guy on our sideline who has it. So there's three guys with that. Um, and what their kind of responsibility is, is as I'm, because I coach the running backs, um, I was involved on the defensive side of the ball for a couple seasons as well. Um, there's a lot going on. <laughs> so yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of bullets flying. So I would almost have an assistant handle personnel in terms of if a guy goes down, he needs to be kind of communicating that with me 
yep. um, or even like kind of filling a guy in and just communicating that with me. Cause I'm making sure we have 11 guys. I'm coaching up the running backs, I'm kind of doing a lot of different things at once. So you almost have a personnel guy and then a backup personnel guy who's kind of keeping an eye on that. Right. Um, because that's an important thing, making sure you have 11 guys more than anything before I say any words to them, uh, to send them out on the field. It's always the count of making sure we have 11. Mm -hmm. So if you have a guy that's doing that, um, also with what we have, um, I have a coach that handled punt returners and he was more involved on the offensive side of the ball. So his job would be to like, I would communicate with him. Okay. Here's the punter's range. He would actually watch during pregame warmups, how far this punter's kicking yeah. um, to kind of get an idea. And then he would communicate that to the returners. So then on fourth down, they bring the punt unit out. He will actually physically place himself, whether that kid kicks 30, 35 yards, he'll place himself there and communicate with the returner where he needs to be. And he'll kind of be his, his eyes and ears yep. um, as that kid needs to either make a fair catch or if he's good. Um, so it's kind of getting guys involved on the opposite side of where they're usually involved, if that makes sense. Yep. No, I get like that. if they're an, if they're an offensively heavy coach, they're going to help on the defensive side of special teams and then vice versa for the other way. Cause they won't be um, as busy when that special right. team is going on. That's a great right. strategy. So, and then you have the coordinator who is just making sure we're, we got everyone. You have guys handling personnel and then the opposite sides, just making sure that they're accounting for um, their specific responsibilities. That uh, when you're, when you're returning punts or you're the long snapper, man, that, those kids are stressed out. Cause that even, <laughs> even when you have good players, guys that, that are, yeah. that you can count on to do the right thing. And that are good players that, you know, offensive defensively, you know, you can count on them to have a good game and, and, you know, you don't have to worry about them, you know, don't have making mental mistakes. They're seniors. I think they still get stressed out about that stuff it is. because that's, yeah. I mean, like you said, those are momentum changing plays. And, and when you mess them up, what a momentum changing play that, that is for the other team. You know, what a, what a, yeah. what a, what a negative is it for your team if you muff a, t a punt or if you, you snap a ball over the punter's head. Uh, and, and what a momentum swing that is. So those kids are stressed out. So, But when they know they have a coach in their corner that's yeah. kind of with them throughout the game, that can really help with their confidence. I remember, yeah. I remember that as a player, and, and, and that's been something that I've kind of learned going through this whole thing with, you know, with experienced coaches, that, that, that having that, that coach that's kind of with them throughout the game, that's big. That's huge. Yeah, and it's they, and that's a relationship they've formed through the off season too. Of yeah, like that same true. coach that's working with the turner with the returners works on that in practice too. So he's he's used to that communication, um, that it's not just a one time thing on Friday nights. So that's that's kind of what we've been stressing. One thing I've learned throughout the years with all these special teams, like uh, like I, you know, I, I I've been I was a special teams coordinator at Lebanon Valley for a number of years. And, you know, you spend all those times with, like, X's and O's and, and yeah. uh, making sure you got the right personnel. And then all that stuff is important. It is so important. But, man, it, it a lot of it just comes down to how well your guy can put the foot, his foot on the ball or yeah. or how fast the return man is and how well he can see things. So it's, right. it just got to make sure you get, you know, the big key to special teams is making sure you got some of your better players at those, uh, those positions where they got to handle the football. Right. 
um, there's not as much like with the like what you said with the X's and O's. It like there's there's guys out there that are like X's and O's gurus with yeah. special teams, but you gotta like you you gotta get down to the basics of you can't you, you gotta handle your business. Hey, so a lot of programs have kickers that are just full time yeah. kickers. You know that's all yeah. they do. The problem with that is sometimes those guys aren't going to be your best kicker. You might right. have a, an athlete on your team that's actually going to do a better job, and you got to be able to make that uh, the, the switch up when you got got a guy on your team that's not your best kicker, but that's all he does. You know, I mean that's that's a hard thing to do, but that I think that's so important when it comes to special teams right. to making sure you got the right guys doing doing the kicking and the returning and the long yeah. snapping and all that stuff. Yeah, and just having guys in the right position, like yeah. there's making sure you don't have any guys that are that are liabilities and spots right. that you can't really hide them. Like there, there are spots on special teams that you can almost hide a few guys, so to speak. But yep. like when it comes down to it, it's, it's all yep. about just those guys and get, getting them in the right spot and making sure we do what we need to be doing the right way. Well, coach, as a Palmyra high school alumnus, I'm, I'm excited that you're the head football coach. I wish you luck. But as an opposing coach, I, uh, you know, I wish you luck for 364 days. That, that one yeah. day, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I, I appreciate it, and, <laughs> and I, I look forward to our homecoming game this year. So is that, we, is that, there's, there's a lot of Palmyra connection between us and, and Lowered yeah, Off. There is. That's for sure. There is. So, um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, it, it's, it is the homecoming game, I guess, awesome. looking at the schedule. So awesome. yeah, it should be it. Should be a great environment and, and a great game. Well, Coach, this was a great conversation, and some there's some good insights there that a lot of teams and a lot of coaches could walk away with and, and kind of bring it to their football program. So, so thanks for doing this. And again, this is if you're listening to this, we're doing this at I don't have my watch on me. What time is it? It's it's nine thirty eight at night. And my bedtime it passed a while ago. <laughs> so, so, Coach, thanks for coming on and doing this. I appreciate yeah, it. I, I appreciate it, Coach, and, and thanks for all you're doing for for our game and for coaches. Like this is a this is a great tool to have. Like, I, well, you guys like, make it happen. Yeah. The guys that are that are doing the interviews are making it happen. They're making this thing go. So I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I'm honored you asked me to come on to be in the the company of some other guys that you've had on here. It's uh, um, I, I feel very honored and I, I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks again, Coach. Have a good night, man. Thanks. You too, coach. See ya. See ya.